welcome, welcome, welcome to all of our phenomenal Oh Yes You Are podcast listeners. I am super excited to be coming to you today on Sunday, July the 25th. And if you listen to a podcast that we did a couple weeks ago, we had a special guest, Mercedes L. Miller, and we tapped into the power of your mind when you are in a difficult season in your life. And we can express it enough that during this last year, almost everybody, almost everyone was hit with something like in some form or fashion. If it wasn't personally, life happened to you, then you know what? It happened to someone you knew personally. And so we've talked about how is your mind serving you? Yes, you've heard it said before, release from your mind that which is no longer serving you well. So... Today, 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 I'm so excited to be introducing to you all and starting a series of conversations about our power within, how we see ourselves, how we feed ourselves, what we say about ourselves, and in turn, it yields certain behaviors. And guess what? Those behaviors can be good or bad. Everything we do, say what? started with a thought. So today, I am having a conversation with my girlfriend, Mercedes L. Miller. And one of the questions that we receive from people, how do you get past life happening? So you know what? Life is happening. You're not sure what's going on in your life. You don't have to stay lost. You can live again. You can dream again. Guess what? Death has happened. You don't have to stay lost. You can live again. You can dream again. Maybe divorce has happened. You don't have to stay lost. You can live again. You can dream again. Illness may have happened. You again don't have to stay lost. You can live again and you can dream again. Your heart may even be broken. You can live again. Dream again. You don't have to be lost. So Mercedes, let's talk about this. Yes. Let's talk about life happening for one. How do you process that? Let's talk about how we process that in our minds and how do we get to a place where it's okay? Yeah, so one of the the biggest things is to first and foremost acknowledge it, right? So often what happens is that we get steeped in what we have always done. And if, and that is when we're experiencing something detrimental, when we're going through a tumultuous situation, we will retreat inside, right? And when you retreat inside, that means what you're feeling and dealing with is being suppressed. So you're not addressing and dealing with, addressing it or dealing with it yourself. And it also means you don't have the ability to get the help of other people. So first and foremost, realize that when life happens, you don't have to be superwoman. You don't have to be Wonder Woman. And if by chance you decide that is what you want, always remember that the super friends are available, right? And when the super friends come together, that's when we can make sure 
that we are using all the powers necessary to come up and out of it. So first and foremost, make sure you don't retreat within your own heart or within your own mind. Because when we don't deal directly with the stuff that's happening, then it causes us to go into both isolation and depression, which makes dealing with it and coming up out of it even harder and even worse. Okay, so you just said something that was so profound that I was thinking about when you say retreat within. One of the first things we do is we start to cut off people around us. We start to not attending things that we used to attend. We start being very quiet and being very quiet and just kind of secluded. And people need to understand that that's not even the best thing to do. I mean, even in church, it's amazing how it even bleeds over in church. When I was growing up, the older mothers, you could always hear them say, you could tell when someone has seen because they maybe used to be on the second row uh, the first row are just up closer in church. And then as you start pe- start seeing people digress further and further back in the church, it's like that guilt. It's like whatever they're dealing with, they can't deal with it. They don't want anybody to know they're dealing with it. And so before you know it, you're back at backsliding. And you just keep going back and back until all of a sudden one Sunday, you no longer see the person at church. And so you then begin to say, oh my God, then you find out after the fact, right? Right. And then you begin to say, oh my God, they were coming to church. Why didn't they just say something? Why didn't they just, you know, mention something? And so when we talk about that isolation, one of the things that I found in working with women is the sister circle. You have to have at least one person that you can share the storm with where they are not judgmental, right? And where you can let your alter ego <laughs> by Felicia come out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. And they do not judge you for the emotions that you are dealing with. But it's very important though, that when you're dealing with something that when you do share it with someone, that that person is also, I say, spiritually balanced. What yes. I see. So I think you hit on two key things. And the two key things that you hit on is one, being comfortable enough to share it with somebody else. And two, the somebody else's making sure that in the grand scheme of how we live our lives, that we don't feel diminished. We don't feel demeaned. We don't feel less than because we're going through something. And a lot of times we're taught and we're told, don't tell everybody everything. A lot of times we're taught and we're told and we it is, it is mirrored for us. It is illustrated for us in the behavior of those who, who we learn from that you just stand strong and deal with whatever it is. And for so long, because that's what we have seen that is what we continue to do and that is the absolute wrong thing to do while you can get through it by yourself it's not necessary for you to get through it by yourself while you can get to the next phase and climb up out of it it's not necessary for you for you to we know that god will give us strength we know he will see us through we know he will deliver and perform the miraculous but the truth is if we just want to talk about the church and the word the word says one can put right. a thousand to fight two can put 
10,000 of flight. The word says where two or three are gathered together. The word said there are so many situations where it says for us to come together. And that's not just to shout, run around the church, run up, roll up under the pew. That is also creating a space and a place for those who are going through to have some refuge. The And that's the spiritual side of it, the scientific side of it. Marviette, and you know it manifests, and I always talk about the, the scientific and the spiritual, but the scientific side of it is one of the things that they use to measure depression in studies on the brain, one of the things that they use to measure mood and mood not being she in a bad mood, she got an attitude, but mood being in reference to like a, a mental health diagnosis, they use isolation as a as a as a test parable, right? Yeah. They use mm -hmm. isolation, right? So the very thing that we sometimes take pride in being isolated, being able to be alone, that is one of the elements that is considered when they're saying, are you in depression? And then going on down or on up the scale as it relates to mental health. So, so isolation brings about depression. Depression brings about all of the other things that prevent, a, prevent us from living our best life. So, so what we have to become committed to, even when we're going through, is remaining connected. What we have to become committed to, even though we don't want to tell anybody, like you just said, find somebody who we can connect with. And that honored, if you are the person who that they choose to connect with, allow them to connect without judgment, right? without fear of retribution. And retribution meaning hearing it in, the circle. The circle again. Right. Mm -hmm. Give people the place and the space to come up and out and the freedom to be able to do it with ease. Yes. With, yeah. Yeah. with ease. And that brought up another thought is if you are listening today, one thing we want you to know is that you are not your storm, period. Right. You're not your storm. That's a part of your story. And you know what? You get the opportunity to tell your own story, but you are not your story. You are not the storm. You are not the situation. It is something that has happened to you. And it is something that if you allow God to be a part of it, it will be something that can make you, refine you, define you, make you even better, make you even wiser. Like Marvin Sapp's song uh, talks about, you know, now that I'm going through uh, never would have made it without you. I'm stronger now. I'm wiser now. So if you allow God to be a part of it, then you will come out of it and you'll be able to look back and say, look what God has done and that shall be glory after this. So it does not make you. Do right. not be isolated. Connect with someone. You know, I always say everyone needs a girlfriend that they can pray with. And so uh, another thing for women, Stop trying to make, I encourage you, every girlfriend in your life fill every space. That's good. Every girlfriend doesn't fill every space. You'll have a girlfriend that you can just text, text stupid stuff to and you all just bust out laughing. You may have a girlfriend where you make a call and say something crazy and you just bust out laughing. Then you have one that's serious, like, listen, I need you to go and sack talk and ash, right? And I need you to pray. 
and she will roll in the floor with you, walk the floor with you, and pray. And then you may have another girlfriend that you shop with. I mean, learn how to appreciate the women that God has allowed to cross your path and appreciate the gift, the talent, who they are, their personality, and find a place for it to be an accent and to be a compliment to your life. So here's a great question, Marviette. What about the woman who, when you just said that, they said, but I don't have nobody. I don't have anybody. And the people who I do have, I just don't know about. So what do you say? I'm going to tell you what I say to that lady, but what do you... <laughs> What do you say to that lady? So I have been told that before, and I always go back to the word, and I say, first, show thyself friendly. Who are you and how are you being? Yep. Because literally, we attract. We don't think we do, but we attract who we are. It's the right. mirror. Look in the mirror. Negative Nancy, if you always have something to say about everything. I mean, I have some people that I know, they just have a comment about everything. everything. Yeah. Then guess what? They are around people that have a comment about everything. They are around people that are negative. If you are a person that is positive, you're jovial, you are, you know, you just love and exude so much joy. Guess what? You have a lot of joyful friends. If you're a girlfriend that says, you know what, I'm super bad all day long, and you all always talk about manifesting and doing things on a higher level, guess what? You are around those type of girlfriends. You are just a mirror. It's a mirror. You, you said the exact thing I just said. So uh, one of my good girlfriends recently, look, her birthday is in October, but we did a trip to Vegas this past week for her birthday. Mm -hmm. And she is the shop till you drop friend, right? So most people don't believe this, but I honestly and truly, I don't shop a lot. So I didn't get a text from you. I just have to interject that. <laughs> Trip, I mean, I didn't get a text to say, you want me to get you something while I'm there? I mean, I know I'm the oh. prayer partner. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm the prayer partner. I'm the text, the manifesting better. You couldn't manifest nothing for me out of Vegas. I'm just saying, carry on. I'm just saying. <laughs> she is the true shop till you drop friend, right? Okay. And I was having a conversation with another one of her girlfriends and we were talking about a specific situation of a specific person, a person who is an introvert. Okay. And she was saying the person is fine by themselves, fine being like, if, if they're out doing what they love, they're fine when they get invitations. Sometimes they go, sometimes they don't go and they're good with that. And what I said to her was, I'm an ambivert myself, right? Introvert. When COVID hit, my daddy said, you glad you get to be out there in that house all by yourself. And he was 100% right. <laughs> but when we went to Vegas, right, I would have been perfectly fine just to go eat the good food and just like meander around Vegas all by myself. You know, I've traveled the world by myself. But what you just said, you have to show yourself friendly to get friends. So then what do you do? Regardless of whether you wanna go see the art gallery by yourself, or regardless of whether you wanna go see the Grand Canyon by yourself, you go to where your friend and her friends are and you make the connection, you right. show yourself friendly. And the truth is most of the time when you show yourself 
friendly, you feel better. When you accept the invitation, you're glad you're winning. You're glad that you win. And so what a lot of us, and I'm not saying y'all, but what a lot of us have to get out of, you're not included because you are the girl who shows up 100, we used to say 99.9% .9 of the time. If Marvia A. Usher says she's coming, she's going to be there. She's going to be there first. She's going to be there on time. And she's going to have something wrapped in some pur purple lace or some little garlic stuff, right? But the point is, sometimes we don't have the friendship, we don't have the support that we desire. One, because of what you just said, what we're putting out is what we're getting back. But two, because we have to be constant and intentional about making sure that we show ourselves friendly. And showing yourself friendly does not mean you gotta go to the house fix you some potato salad and put ribs on the plate and, and share all your most intimate secrets. Showing yourself friendly simply means you're creating a base of support for them when they need something so that also when you need something, you know there are people you can talk to, you can call on, you can connect with. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is absolutely right. And so in addition to that, I always tell women, and you want to see God for who you should be connected with. Because a lot of times, if we're not right in here and we don't have that alignment that we often talk about, you'll pick the wrong person. You know, I it's just get like- mad when something go around. Exactly. And it's just like when we hear powerful people say, mm, I don't really work with people who reach out to me and say, mentor me. Mm -hmm. You don't really like, I hear mentors say that they don't really like that because you want a mentor to be in a space that sees you, sees your potential, sees something in you, and that person desires to pour into you. So that's a very powerful piece to see God for who. I know when I moved to the city, I definitely sought God for who I should be connected with. Being the new girl coming into the city from a big city to a small city. And it was Wait like, now, you ain't got to say that about It is what it is. It's tiny over here. It's tiny. It's okay, because I'm here. I'm here with you all. All right, I'm here. But when I got here, that was one of my main prayers, and it is my prayer to this day. As much networking as I do, I still say, God, you connect me with who you would have for me to be connected to, because I'm very clear on where I'm going, what I desire to do, and what he has placed in my spirit to do. And so who you tag along with is very important. It is. It's very important. And so when we talk about live again, dream again, all is not lost. It is a season. Life happening is a season. Everything has an expiration date on it. God has already said that he has given us an expected end. So walk through your season, get through your journey, connect with who you need to connect with, do your personal work. So a lot of times people can't show themselves friendly too because they have not uprooted a lot of life situations that has happened to them way you know long before now and it has left a bleeding effect into who they are as adults and you know we joke about it mean little girls turn out to be mean men this is true this <laughs> i mean it true. just is what it is if you're a, was a mean little girl more than likely you are a mean woman and so unless you do what you said and that's do the work and when you said do the work you reminded me i heard, I heard noel jones preaching one time here in little old winston <laughs> and listen he said the more you pray 
-hmm. the better your prayer life, the more consistent your prayer life, the less you need a miracle. Yes. Yes. That is so true. Isn't that the truth? That is so true. and, And so, and so then if we, if we directly relate that to doing the personal work, the thought work, affirmations, declarations, praying and reading the scripture, doing mindset work, the work that drives your thoughts, your conversations and behavior, the more you do the personal work, the easier it is when life happens, the better equipped you are to deal with those adverse situations. And honestly and truly, the quicker you come up out of it and are repositioned to be propelled even higher. So I agree with you 100% doing the work of the work is so vitally important. Exactly. It is absolutely important. I hope our listeners is enjoying our conversation series. And as I mentioned in the very beginning, we'll be coming to you all having these conversations. And if there's something that you would love for us to discuss, put it in the, in the comment and we will most definitely take a look at that and share that. And so as we wrap up on today, just to remind you, it's a decision. It is. You need to decide to dream again and get ready for a rewarding yet challenging adventure. As long as you have no desire for achieving your dream, you cannot motivate yourself to achieve it. And once you decide, it's a decision. It's a decision to decide that your storm, your life happening, whatever it may be, it is not the end of your life. It is not the end of your story. You can make any dream come true and nothing can stop you. You will be equipped with the right tools for the right season. And so like I say, when the student is ready, guess what? the teacher will show up. And when opportunity is ready, it favors, you know who? It favors the prepared. So Mercy, do you have anything you want to share before I do a quick wrap up one today? Absolutely. And it's very simple. There is hope, find it and latch on to it. There is a better and brighter day. Why not allow it to be today? You can get past life happening, but you have to make the first step on the pathway to get around whatever just happened into peace. And and remember that it is okay when uh, there were some times in the world where Jesus healed and he healed them instantly. And there were times where he, he healed them and they were healed as they went. Don't try to figure out which way is the way for you. Just make the first step toward your healing so that you can walk in love and joy and peace and all the promises that are bestowed upon us. Yes, yes, yes. Everything you desire, it's on the other side. Ladies, God made you great. Be great. Be absolutely unstoppable. Make up in your mind that no matter what you face, every move you make, every step you take, you are walking in victory. Until next time, be great. Take offense, but I just think it needs to be said
Focus your attention on what really matters.